Are you ranking for the right keywords? GummyCube can help your users find your app through search on the app stores. That's the Google Play and the Apple app stores. Ranking for the right keywords can increase your reach by five to 10 times. So to learn more, go to www.gummycube.com. That's G-U-M-M-I-C-U-B-E, gummycube.com. Thank you to GummyCube for supporting this show. AppTensive will improve your mobile app ratings and help you grow your user base. So to sign up for a free mobile app consultation, go to apptentive.com forward slash app guy, all lowercase, app app ten t e n t i v e dot com apptentive dot com forward slash app guy. And thank you so much, AppTentive, for supporting this show. Hi, I'm uh, Ricky Gregerson. I'm part of you and the gang, and you're listening to the App Guy podcast. The App Guy Podcast, straight from your host, Paul, the App Guy. Welcome to another episode of the App Guy Podcast. I'm your host, it's Paul Kemp. This is the show that helps you as an app entrepreneur, uh, anyone who is into the mobile world and just wants to uh, hear the stories of some awesome people in this space. Uh, So we do go uh, around the world and uh, every episode uh, we have a different guest who can talk to us about their uh, mobile journey, their app journey, what what they're doing. Now, let me just read out some uh, publications uh, that you may have heard of. Uh, TechCrunch, Engadget, CNET, Mashable, The Next Web, uh, happened to be our last episode. Uh, New York Times, uh, Gizmo, Venture Beat, these have all something in common. They have all written and uh, shown uh, the app Dripler. <laughs> so uh, let me introduce um, the VP of Sales and Business Development. His name is uh, J- Jonathan Chiswick, and uh, he's here to talk about uh, the journey with Dripler. Well, welcome, Jonathan, to the App Guy podcast. Oh, thanks, Paul. It's great to be here. Uh, well, I mean, first of all, how on earth did you get in, featured so many uh, places? That must have been a great uh, promotional strategy you had, or, or just a great app. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, it definitely it, it starts with a great app, um, you know, and, and having a good number of people like it. Uh, you know, if you look on the Play Store, you, you'll see a, a great reviews on Dripler. You know, or four and a half star rating with hundreds of thousands of reviews, and um, you know that that definitely gets interest of these publications. They want to cover things that their their readers are interested in, and um, it kind of kind of goes from there. You know, people read about it, they like it. Uh, more publications see that uh, people are interested in this app, and and they want to cover it too. Well, that's um, first of all, I would challenge anyone listening to this show. Why not pause it and just go and download Dripler? It's a lot easier because then you can actually you can go through and, and know what we're talking about. For those people that are not going to do that, perhaps you could tell us what uh, Dripler is and uh, how how um, it's on the Android and iOS app, uh, store. Is that right? That's right. Yep, yeah, but both platforms. Uh, so, what is it? Sure, you know, I, I mean, it's a mobile discovery app. And what we'd like to say is we you know, inspire millions of people to make the most of their mobile device. And we do that by providing personalized tips and recommendations on you know, everything mobile, ranging from features, new updates to accessories and apps. Um, you know, from, a, from a practical standpoint, you know, as a user, what you'll get is a curated stream of personalized content from you know, hundreds of content partners uh, you know, across the internet, big names down to lots of long tail providers. And what, what our app does is based on, on your interest and, and your specific device, pulls in the pieces of content that are most relevant to you. So you can kind of think of it as a great way to cut through the, the clutter of all of these, this new technology that's, that's appearing every day. And you, know, you, you, you bought your phone 
for you know to get more out of it, to use it, to do all these great things. But you know, who has time to sort through all of that information and try out all these new apps? And uh, you know, Drippler is a great way to have uh, have this kind of served up to you, so you can discover new things that would be of interest. And, and so it's really all about cur- curation then, and mm-hmm. uh, p- people are actually discovering uh, apps and tips through your app rather than uh, on generally on the web. Yeah, that, that, that's that's right. Um, you know, a lot of the, the the content you'll see on Drippler is you know things that would you know if you followed two hundred different content sources every day, you would see the same pieces of content in there. But you know, who has time to read you know, two hundred different uh, sources and find the things that are relevant to them and figure out what that is? I, I love this because the whole app space does seem to be moving more towards. Uh, curation. Are you seeing that? Th- Obviously, you're seeing that theme as well in, in, in one of the things that you're doing. Yes. I mean, it's more and more important. I mean, the, the, you look at how many apps are, are launching every day, and, and these app stores are becoming really cluttered, and it's it's hard to... Um, yeah, it's hard to break through what what that is, and on the user side, it's hard to figure out what's what's useful to you. Um, what you see when you go to the Play Store, you go to the App Store, you know things that are featured maybe be featured because they're they're popular across a whole number of users. That may or may not be something of interest to you specifically. So you know these curation uh, tools like like Drippler are becoming of interest to, to users like you and I because it, it's a way for us to say, well, you know, I just don't want to see what's popular. I kind of know what's popular. I want to know what's of interest to me, and this is helping find that that apps would be of interest to me. Uh, and what I like about this, and I f- feel like this is going to really resonate amongst the apps to tribe listening to this, is is the fact that uh, a, a lot of us listening um, have struggled to get onto the app store in the charts. Now, luckily, ironically, I was uh, best featured uh, just a few days ago by Apple and I've had, you know, good chart positions before, uh, but that's not, not everyone can be there. So you're offering a, a different way of getting in front of potential uh, users, uh, but by, uh, you know, going through your uh, portal in a way rather than uh, just focusing on trying to get up the charts, you know, in Google Play or the Apple App Store. Yeah, that, yeah, that's right. Um, you could do that via, you know, you, you may show up in our app uh, just organically as part of this content. Um, you know, and of course, we we do uh, sponsored native advertising, so that's also a, you know an option if someone's doing paid user acquisition. Let's talk about that because I mean, you are talking to app entrepreneurs, so we love to know how to get our apps uh, promoted. Uh, how, how would we uh, find our way into Drippler? Well, you could uh, you could talk to me or uh, you know someone else in Drippler. And we, <laughs> <laughs> we, we we can talk about running a running a campaign, um, you know. But I think uh, you know, kind of take a a step up and a, at a higher level. If you're you know an app entrepreneur and looking to to grow your user base, it, it's important to look at all the different tools that are out there to to grow. Um, you know, I, I tend to see. And usually, this is just out of out of necessity. You know, entrepreneurs focused on I'm going to grow organically. And you know, it, 
I say necessity because you, know, you don't have money to pay for, for users, so you're going to grow organically. But there is, you know, keep in mind, there is a cost to it. It's not, you know, these, these users aren't free. You're still spending time doing whatever it is that is generating those organic installs. Um, so as you're, as you're doing that, right, you certainly you know, get, get as many organics as you can, work that, 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 that channel, um, but start looking at these other uh, paid options and do the calculations to figure out you know, are, are, are these users, are we actually more efficient going to, you know, not, not to Stripler, but I mean, even, you know, Facebook, huge, huge scale. Does it make sense for us to start looking at how we can do some Facebook campaigns and, and test those, um, you know, at, at a minimum, test those to, to figure out what your, your cost of acquisition would be when, you know, when you do close that round and you do have money to spend. Because uh, you're going to get that, you're going to, you should know that anyway as a business owner, but uh, you're going to get that question from investors when they say, okay, great. So if I give you money, you're going to use this to grow. Um, you know, how many users are you going to get? And, and, you know, and you're not going to have those numbers if you don't test. Uh, and Jonathan, I noticed uh, in you know in your history uh, that you uh, were part of uh, something called Founders Club and Angel Panel Advisor, and you mentioned questions from investors. Uh, many people listening to this are. Uh, going down that kind of route of uh, trying to get investment, do you have any guidance uh, for uh, those entrepreneurs, uh, entrepreneurs who are trying to raise uh, funding from angels and other sources? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, a lot of it, the, uh, the specifics are going to depend on the, the app, but in, in general, right, and I don't think this is going to be a surprise to anybody, you know, have have a good product that is is meeting a need and, and people want. Um, that, that, that's important. And you know, you're, you're just not going to get any interest from, from investors if you're not getting users coming on board because they'll see that in the growth numbers. Um, but also having an idea of where you're going with this, with this app. Like what, what, what do you want to be when, when you grow up? You know, three years from now, when you've had a couple rounds of investment, assuming everything goes right, what are you? And that's an important question for the for the investors because even at, at an early stage, you can see great growth with apps. But like, what's what's the end game? Is this you know a, a, a nice app that's kind of a side business and you can you know you can make money off it as an individual app developer, or is this really a scalable business that is something a VC could make money on and therefore would be willing to invest in? That 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 is great advice, and uh, you know, in, in terms of uh, those questions we have to ask ourselves what I'm learning from you Jonathan is uh, just to have a clear uh, clear idea of the end game uh, because that's obviously important to uh, in potential investors as well uh, you know I'd love to, to know uh, I mean there's lots of different roles in this field of startups and um, you know apps and your VP of sales and business d- development I-, I wonder what that entails if anyone you know is kind of interested in mm-hmm. f- following a sim- similar career path what what um, is your primary role there at Dripler well anything related to uh bringing in business. So that could be bringing in advertisers, bringing in networks uh or looking at uh, partners that would help us uh grow our users, you know, outside of our our user acquisition strategies or grow our, you know, grow our user base, get us in front of more uh carriers or, or other platforms. Um and and it's pretty, you know, because we're we're you know, we're still about 25 people, uh still fairly small startup, um it it, it encompasses pretty much everything. 
right? So we... Uh, <laughs> well, that's, that's know, the I, benefit of working for a startup, though. It, huh? Well, it is, right? I mean, that's, that, that, that's part of what appealed to me. Um, you know, I, I opened our, our, our U.S. office, so the, you know, the company, Drippler, was you know, founded in Tel Aviv and, you know, expanded, opened a, opened a U.S. office. So, you know, what my job entailed was hey, figuring out everything from where should the office be, uh, you know, what should it look like, who do we hire, um, to, you know, actually building out the sales process and how do we track the sales process? You know, who do we talk to for partners? Um, you know, setting up events, uh, pretty, pretty much everything. Uh, but that, that's the fun part about, uh, about joining a startup. And I think, uh, you know, if, if that's, if you're, if you're planning on, on joining an early stage startup, I, I would certainly hope that you, you know what you're getting into and that you enjoy that sort of stuff because you're going to get it. And that, that's what I love about this show is that we get a sense of what it's like to work in a startup, you know, rather than uh, like in a big corporate environment. So uh, the, the the other thing is you mentioned downloads there, uh, Jonathan, and uh, I you mentioned uh, that one of your um, main uh, you know jobs is to uh, uh, source um, you know really good. Uh, ways of uh, improving your downloads and what have you your experience found works really well in terms of uh, growth and uh, getting more downloads well you know you have kind of the two the two paths you you say organic and 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 paid and you know and and i I say organic and not not free because I, i really like to stress that you know organics are not free there's always some cost you've you know if you generate it via content marketing right that that wasn't free to generate that content. Um, but I, you know, so there, there, there's great ways or organically and should certainly look at doing that because those are the sorts of things that, that live on and you tend to have higher, uh, you know, in general have higher lifetime values from the users you bring in via organic versus paid. But, you know, you need to have, you should be looking at these, these paid channels also and start, you know, there's, there's tons of them out there and you kind of need to start testing and there's, you can start with where, where pretty much everybody starts with for, for paid downloads with Facebook. Um, they're the, you know, the big elephant in the space, uh, huge scale, uh, some great targeting capabilities. Um, you know, but then what, what most apps will see is they're, you know, even if they can get a great CPI, great acquisition costs going in, once they start to scale up, the number of downloads that they're trying to get through through Facebook, those costs go up, right? And which is why you need to start looking at other channels, right? And there's other great networks out there. Um, you know, you know Twitter is one channel. Uh, you know, Cheetah Mobile. Uh, you can go down the list of all these different uh, ad networks. There's, um, yeah, you go online. You can see there, there, there's hundreds of them out there. There's probably twenty and you know twenty that you should be looking at. Um, and start testing from the top, you know, go down the list, you know, Facebook, Twitter, you know, Cheetah and keep going and kind of see which ones resonate with your users, what your acquisition costs are and, you know, sort of what the quality is on those users. And once you kind of stack rank those, you know, compare those versus the organics and you can kind of make decisions on where you should be spending more time, what's, what's most efficient for you to get the right users that you want. And and it's just coming off the back of maybe six episodes ago. We did talk a lot about video, and uh, you know, doing ads within mobile uh, to attract downloads. Uh, have you seen uh, video ads uh, be particularly good good for uh, conversion and uh, attracting new users? 
Yeah, you know, and it's, it, video is not something that that we've used. Um, so this is kind of coming coming secondhand and talking to a lot of folks. It 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 is. Um, you know, games are seeing it because people can see the game play and that draws people in. Um, but it also it, it it helps with apps too because the, for for the same reason that the the native ads that we show in Drippler are so much more effective at converting the right users. It's because it, it's able to convey more information than you know simple banner ad or these other ad units. Right? When they they read it. it a sponsored article on Drippler, they're actually learning about the app and and knowing why they're downloading it before they click download. You know, and video ad units kind of uh, do the same thing, right? It, it's educating the user more to uh, install it, right? Because at the end of the day, you, you certainly you never want to trick someone into installing your app because they're just going to uninstall it, right? And you paid for a user that's yeah, a waste of money. Um, so you know the the better you can convey who this app is for and why they should use it and what they're going to get out of it, the more likely you're going to get a quality user who's going to stick around. And you know, video is one way to get more information to them. I love that. I love the way of thinking about the quality of users. Now, look, Jonathan, I will let you dodge this next one because I've just looked down the list of all the, I mean, such an enviable list of uh, places that you've been featured on. And I know that, uh, you know, some of the app entrepreneurs have just been really happy with one of these, but uh, TechCrunch and Gadget, CNET, Mashable, the next web, happened to be the last episode, <laughs> New York Times, Gizmodo, VB. If you had to pick one of those, like for you know, say you had another go at this, and you had to pick just one. Which one would you go for? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. Uh, well, I'll I'll dodge it by saying, uh, how about uh, front page of the Wall Street Journal when uh, you know Drippler IPOs? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's uh, to be fair, they're probably all uh, s similar. I just know that speaking with a lot of entrepreneurs, uh, you know, they do focus on getting into these um, publications. It makes a massive difference. I've seen it. Uh, but uh, I, I mean, again, is, is it, are you just leveraging your network to, to get in or do you have any way of, um, you know, advising us on how to actually get uh, as, as many featured uh, um uh, sources for your uh, your app in the tech press. Yeah, it's a, a lot of it's the the network, right? But it's it's kind of two prongs there. You got to have the quality app. Right? You got to you got to have something that these publications are interested in and feel uh, comfortable talking about to their users, right? So you know, I, I could leverage my network, or you know, our, our our, our founders have you know great networks with these publications too, right? but if you do have something that is kind of garbage, then right, it doesn't matter how good a friend you are; they're not going to cover it. Yeah, absolutely. Now I, you know this is so cool because it's just coming off the back of uh, I've had a lot of questions from listeners, and it's kind of relevant to you because you know VP of Sales and Business Development, you're in this field, and. Um, uh, with Drippler as well, are you seeing any uh, trends from the users of your app uh, looking at all the different uh, tips and tools and things that you know they can actually click on? And uh, You must have a great insight into what um, is the, the kind of big trends uh, over um, the last you know, several months and what you predict will be kind of big trends going forward. Well, this is, uh, you know, I, I caveat it by saying that this this could be skewed by our user base, but I, what we are kind of seeing are 
a shift towards more non-game apps. You know, definitely more of an interest in in, in non-game apps. And the categories there seems to be, uh, you know, tools are always big. Tools, utilities. Uh, you know, users are always looking for. You have this basically a supercomputer in my pocket. How do I get more out of it? You know, all these these cool apps. What should I actually be be using? What are new tools to help me help me get more out of it? Um, you know, and then things like uh, you know, finance related. Um, I think people are finding. Their, their smartphones are a great way to better manage their money. So whether that's you know payments or monitoring your credit or you know keeping track of your your bills and your budgets and your spending, those sorts of apps seem to to do pretty well. Now it's time to thank my sponsors. App Store optimization is the best user acquisition channel that you can actually get. Focusing on search ranking within the app stores can help you gain quality users cost-effectively. GummyCube has exclusive data and algorithms from thousands of campaigns to help you with App Store optimization. These are the key ASO factors that they look at. App title, app keywords, app reviews and ratings, app description, app logo, app screenshots, app publisher name, app category. And if we actually just focus on one, app keywords, for example. This is what users are actually looking for. You know you're only allowed 100 characters. Picking the best keywords requires understanding your market. And actually, GummyCube can help you with this. They have a full app store optimization service. So why spend all the time trying to do this yourself? Just don't take the risk of missing any one of these factors. Go and get GummyCube to help you out. It's www.gummycube.com, G-U-M-M-I-C-U-B-E, gummycube.com, and start optimizing your app today. And let me thank GummyCube for being such a great supporter of this show. So let me tell you about my awesome sponsor. It's Apptentive. They allow you to listen and learn to what your customers love about your app. You can discover how easy it is to increase your ratings and retention by actually listening to your customers. But don't just take my word for it. Uh, here's some people who have used Apptentive. Big Fish Games says Apptentive's SDK was the easiest integration I've done. It just works. It's dead simple. Stock Twits say Apptentive has been vital in improving our mobile app ratings, growing our user base and fielding support issues. So go to www.apptentive.com forward slash app guy, all lowercase, apptentive.com forward slash app guy. Thank you very much to Apptentive for sponsoring the show. And now let's return to the episode. So Jonathan, there is only two more things to do before we say goodbye to you on the show. And one is that we, we love to know uh, from the, you know, the people that come on, the guests, what, what your biggest um, frustration is at the moment uh, in terms of uh, what, you know, what you're doing, any, any big obstacles, any, any things that you would, you think that we could have a go at solving, <laughs> like maybe through an app. So what, what are the big things frustrating you in your business right now? You know, I, I don't know if it's, I wouldn't say it's frustrating. You know, it's, um, it, it's, a, it's more of like a, you know, a sales challenge, right? Because we're, we're doing something that's a little bit different than other paid user acquisition channels. Um, you know, it's just explaining to advertisers why, why this will work. And, you know, yes, it's different than, but different in a good way. Like we're, we're delivering something that's, uh, because it's different, will deliver better value to you. So it's it's frustrating. It's 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 a it's a fun challenge to have, right? That's that that's you know that's why you get into sales and you know is to, to help convince somebody, hey, this is this really is better, and here's why. Let me t- let me let me get you on board. I think I think you've picked up on something that is fascinating there, which is 
that we do see a lot of challenges, but also because uh, many of us live and breathe like me, for example, the out world, the digital world, and then trying to kind of convey something that's slightly disruptive, you know, very different from what others are seeing. It's hard to what try to get the message uh, out or received or understood uh, to perhaps you know those in the they're not so close to the industry. Is that a fair comment? It, it yes, it it is. Um, you know, the more you can you know, so talking to to app entrepreneurs, the more you can boil down your app into a very short and clear. Value proposition, or like, what, what's it going to deliver to the user? The more likely they'll actually know why they should even check it out, and then, you know, assuming you deliver on that, keep using it. That that is wonderful. Um, I'm not sure how we could build an app around that, but certainly uh, in terms of a challenge. <laughs> and yeah. and look, this is this is a show about apps, Jonathan. So we love talking about apps, finding new apps. So you've already introduced us to Dripler, obviously. Um, but I wondered on your phone. Uh, without obviously ruining the recording that we're doing now, are you able to try to remember what what uh, if you can give us maybe one or two app recommendations that you use that could be business or personal? Oh, you know, I mean, a majority of of, of what I use are, um, yeah. Let's see, you know, outside of uh, email, there's uh, well, Slack is one, right? If you're using that in your company, I'm, I'm sure you you have that on your phone. Uh, but I find myself using uh, Twitter and Google Maps a lot. Um, In terms of Slack, I mean, that is, uh, like I mentioned quite a lot. It used to be Evernote that was the big one. Now it's always Slack. Uh, but how are you using that? Is that just internally within your own company or are you in any other business uh, communities that are using Slack? You know, I got into it because uh, we adopted that uh, in Drippler. And so it's kind of our, our business internal communication but you know, started getting just recently involved with a couple a couple conferences rolled out Slack channels um, to get involved with, and I thought that was a, a unique uh, use case for it. And it seemed to work out work out pretty well as a way to get the the event community engaged ahead of time, and then also during the event. Uh, that doesn't happen to be launch scale, does it? By any chance? Uh, that, that was yep, one. That, that was one of them. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, launch scale. It was great when it. Yeah, when it um, was just about. I think the suggestion, suggesting speakers to um, uh, to Jason Kalkanis and others, and yeah, it was a great community. Uh, so, oh, Jonathan, thanks for that. All the uh, show notes are at episode three hundred and seventy six. So, for anyone uh, who's listening and trying to write all this stuff down, just don't crash. Go whenever you can to theappguy.co and have a look at episode 376 with Jonathan Chiswick and you'll see all the uh, references to the things we've mentioned and to Jonathan as well. But in the meantime, Jonathan, how best can people get in touch with you? What's the best way of getting uh, connected? Uh, well, well, two ways. You can uh, follow me on Twitter or uh, you know, find me on LinkedIn. And tw- Twitter right. handle is just JC in SV for Silicon Valley. Nice short uh, Twitter handle there. You got in early, yeah? Uh, not early enough to get JC, though. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
great. Jonathan, uh, so good chatting to you. Uh, thanks ever so much for introducing us to Dribbler. Obviously, everyone, please do go and uh, download the app. Uh, it's Android or iOS, so uh, there's no excuses. Uh, I'm going to become a, an active user. And thanks, Jonathan, for uh, coming on this, this show. Oh, well, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. It's been great talking with you. Go and check out Gummy Cube. That's www.gummycube.com. Remember, they offer a complete app store optimization solution. And that means that you don't have to think about all those factors surrounding ASO. You could just get them to do it every month and it will increase your app downloads and help with app discoverability. I highly recommend them. Go to www.gummycube.com. Thanks to Gummy Cube for supporting the show. Also remember that this episode has been brought to you by Apptentive. They have the intelligent ratings reviews widget and you need to use this to get higher up the charts and get better reviews going onto your review page. So go to apptentive.com forward slash app guy. That's apptentive.com forward slash app guy. All over case. And thank you Apptentive for continuing to support the show. So just a final announcement, I am going to AppWorld. It's uh, at the Excel Center in London. I'll be there Thursday, the 19th of November, and I'll be going around with my microphone. So if you do want to have a chat, maybe even uh, get a guest appearance on this show, uh, do seek me out. And the best place is to probably get me on Twitter. It's Paul underscore S underscore Kemp. Paul underscore S underscore Kemp. Get me on Twitter and I will hook up and uh, maybe we can do a quick recording for the show. Otherwise, I uh, look forward to uh, pumping out another episode to you shortly.